Section six of Stories Without Tears. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Greg Giordano. Stories Without Tears by Barry Payne clubs and hearts one the quarterly dinner of the proposal club was drawing to its close the club consisted of thirty members and tonight all were present lord northberry the president at the head of the table was almost the only man who appeared perfectly calm and genial on most of the other faces there was a look of anxiety and even of fear the critical moment of the meeting the transaction of the club's extremely curious business was just about to arrive dr bagshot the secretary was already fumbling with his papers the look of anxiety was particularly noticeable on colonel seventree a handsome man of fifty who was chatting over his coffee with his young friend richard tower the colonel's fingers played petulantly with a menu card on the cover of which was emblazoned the club symbol a representation of courteous leaping into the gulf it's not right you know said the colonel it's playing with fire then why did you join the club said tower northberry was so confoundingly convincing you know what he is yourself why it seemed to be almost dishonorable not to join the club the proposal club is not to be found in Whitaker, and the secretary, with whom I am personally acquainted, has asked me not to give its address. Its members are all bachelors, and by the rules of the club must be unmarried, sound in health, able to support a wife, and not quite intolerably ugly. At each meeting, three names were selected by chance and those three men were required to make a proposal of marriage before the next meeting to each member selected was assigned the woman to whom he was to propose and this woman was always chosen for the improbability that under any circumstances she would ever receive a proposal at all lord northberry urged the beauty of it all with great enthusiasm there was no chivalry he would say in loving and protecting a woman whom one wished to love and protect there was no merit in giving one's heart where it was quite impossible to keep it but there was merit and there was chivalry in the man who was prepared cheerfully to sacrifice himself for some woman to whom nature or the fates had not been kind besides the colonel went on i am a gambler it was a brilliant idea of northberry's to copy the notion of stevenson's suicide club but to make the stakes rather bigger bigger echoed tower certainly i've never believed that death is the most important thing that happens to one in one's life northberry knows it the punishment committee never kill a man who has broken the laws of the club they may dishonor him they are too clever to kill him i suppose i've got twenty years or so of life before me in the course of the next ten minutes it is easily possible that those twenty years will be arranged for me i shall be told to propose to a certain woman and as you know 
the investigation committee see that in making the proposal you do your very best to get it accepted i may be accepted he leant forward impressively mark my words tower if i'm let off tonight i'll resign i can't face this again got your card ready said tower i see they're coming round for them two servants came down the two sides of the table with salvers in their hands and each member placed his visiting card on one of the salvers the cards were then placed in a covered basket behind the president's chair the colonel's hand shook as he dropped his card on the salver thank heaven he began it can't be long now it's the waiting that the sound of a gong rang through the room lord northberry had risen the servants passed quickly and noiselessly from the room the secretary followed them to the door closed it locked it and drew over it a heavy double curtain a gentleman said lord northberry it is time that we proceed to business following my custom i must point out to you that the business is serious he lifted a sheet of paper lying on the table and consulted it i see here he said the name of major dalmay who was last year a member of the club it was decided that he should propose to lady alicia stoke the committee of investigation had reason to believe that the proposal either had not been made or had not been made in good faith major dalmay's expulsion from all his clubs for cheating at cards and the ruin which followed upon him are fresh within the memory of you all mr archibald stern maintained that he had a right to resign after he had been selected to marry miss dorothy grace euphemia smiles it is a rule of the club that selected members have not the right of resignation until they have executed their trust mr stern was subsequently elected for south loamshire and it will be remarked that he was unseated on a bribery petition and was by no means held to be personally guiltless mr ramsay offended us in a more striking manner by deliberately marrying a young and beautiful lady instead of the woman to whom the club had allotted him the subsequent elopement of mrs ramsay with a handsome but far from cultured veterinary surgeon made some sensation at the time it is not safe if i may use the phrase to monkey with the punishment committee i will ask the secretary now to read out to us the minutes of the last meeting the secretary in a dry formal voice read the names of the three members whom chance had selected at the last meeting and of the three women to whom they had been ordered to propose marriage two of the men had been accepted and had ipso facto ceased to be members of the club the other man had been refused the covered basket in which the visiting cards had been placed was now brought forward and the cards shaken up the president raised the cover sufficiently to admit his hand and drew out three cards two of the members then investigated the remaining cards to see that no member had omitted to put his own card or had substituted that of another member if i am let off this time said the colonel i'll resign tonight i swear i will after all the chances are ten to one in my favor again the president's bell interrupted him i will read said the president the names of the three members selected the first is mr reginald holt mr holt rose rapidly to his feet 
he was a wealthy stockbroker middle-aged with a tendency to corpulence he shook all over but he managed to stammer out i shall do my duty the second name the president continued is the reverend marcus leffingwell mr leffingwell answered smilingly and readily he might possibly be going to be a martyr but he was a sanguine young man with a love for lost causes the third name said the president he paused and looked in the direction of the colonel the colonel set his teeth and pulled himself together he sat bolt upright listening intently the third name the president repeated is mr richard tower tower rose and murmured the formula of acceptance in a low voice the colonel wiped the perspiration from his forehead and spoke to tower tower did not hear him he was thinking about a girl and a red tam-o-shanter the colonel touched him on the arm you may be all right he said excitedly the woman may refuse you one man was refused last time yes said tower smiling in rather a vacant way and did his best to talk about some other subject in the meantime the president had consulted the register kept by the committee of investigation of those women to whom it was thought desirable and kind that proposals of marriage should be made if a member was not acquainted with the woman who had been chosen to be his future wife the committee of investigation were always able to arrange a meeting the lady who had been chosen for richard tower was miss agatha vice lamely richard tower knew her well and knew that there was very little chance of a refusal miss lamely was a large and energetic lady who belonged to numerous societies she wore a pinet and was only passably ill-looking but she had the most disagreeable voice in london good-night colonel said tower i'm going to slip off now i congratulate you on your escape i suppose you'll be sending in your resignation i think said the colonel i must risk one more meeting it's the feeling of relief afterwards there's nothing like it but after next meeting richard tower laughed and turned away holt was mixing a great deal of brandy with a very little soda water two on the following night at another house in the same square richard tower and a remarkably pretty girl crept stealthily upstairs below them the music and dance went on richard tower knew the house and knew that the children's schoolroom upstairs made a very good place in which to sit out a dance as he switched on the light you could see that the girl was angry i hate mysteries she said first our engagement was to be kept secret and i was given no reason now you tell me that as a consequence of something that happened last night you may be compelled to break off that engagement and marry another woman whom you say you do not love at all again you give no reason it's awfully hard to explain anything when you can't said richard dejectedly very well said the girl i'm not generally supposed to be an idiot the engagement is broken off now and we may as well go downstairs again i hate you pretty badly you wouldn't if you knew said richard do you think i do this because i like it do you think i love you a shade less than i did when we were away in the country together if there was the faintest possible chance that i should ever cease to love you i should be a happier man the engagement must be broken as you say but if i escape 
if this other woman refuses me then i shall come back to you <laughs> do if it amuses you said the girl i shall refuse to see you of course stop where you are please i'm going down alone i'll get somebody to take me home richard tower was well aware that he was under the close observation of the investigation committee it was necessary to satisfy them of one's good faith or one came in contact with the punishment committee and they had a diabolical cleverness and were not scrupulous in their work if you broke faith with the club you were punished by being dishonored major dalmay was in fact the most honorable of men but everybody believed that he had cheated at cards the punishment committee had arranged it so richard tower renewed his acquaintance with miss agatha vice lamley and after a fortnight wrote to her a letter expressing in the most fervent terms his admiration of her and proposing marriage he had no hope at all years before she had in the most delicate manner possible indicated a preference for him he remembered it with horror she would accept and then then he had decided on some painless form of suicide things had changed since lord northbury had first persuaded him to join the club he had for instance played golf with a remarkably pretty girl who wore a red tam o' shanter and she had quarrelled with him now he had had his last letter to her ready to send explaining all and trusting that now and then she might have a kind thought for the man who loved her and died for her miss lamley's reply was brought to him in company with other letters as he lay in bed he told his servant to go and then deliberately opened all the other letters first this he felt was the strong thing to do miss lamley's letter ran as follows there was a time though i know you never guessed it when i should have accepted gladly your declaration of love and your appeal that we should share our lives but now touched though i am i know it can never be i belong to a society of women in fact i am the president of it who have been struck by the numerical preponderance of our sex over years and have agreed to sacrifice themselves for their sisters in a word we are pledged to remain unmarried and the penalties for breaking this pledge are of a kind that i dare not face my sympathy and my help if you will have it will always be yours but i cannot and i dare not richard tower stopped reading abruptly he went round to see a remarkably pretty girl who had said that she would refuse to see him she might possibly change her mind one never knows end of section six recording by greg giordano newport ritchie florida